Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, Abundance Soul. Welcome to another Unapologetically Abundant podcast. And this one, it's going to be really unapologetic, I can tell you. It's like a fair warning <laughs> before you start listening because... I am literally obsessed with our today's guest. I get to admit that one of my clients posted one of her stories and ever since I'm obsessed with everything she is sharing and doing. Funny enough, I'm sharing her with all of my clients because many of them, they either have babies, want to have babies. And she is such a pure embodiment of free self-expression of what it looks like to live free, to be healthy, to have a healthy baby, to have a conscious relationship and I love what she is really embodying and how she's really standing for her truth and I believe that more women get to awake into this truth and funny enough I was telling my client I was like I'm a business coach for women but I get so passionate about the things that Shell is teaching about you know your freedom self-expression your body your autonomy and truly just going back to the basics Shell I feel like you're literally embodiment of what it can look like to live a rich life without all the excess and the truth so thank you so much not only being here today but really what you are doing and I'm I'm really curious because now when I'm looking at you you're living in Costa Rica you just birthed a beautiful beautiful healthy baby you're there with your partner and it looks like a dream life but I'm curious has it always been like this clear for you like who you are and what do you stand for were you always this confident so um yes the confidence was always there sometimes it was masked by rebellion <laughs> um and i say that to people i'm like if i weren't in costa rica birthing on my farm completely uh, without a second plan without no plan b if I had to do this in the States where I once lived, I would have birthed with rebellion. And here I'm birthing with pure autonomy, my sovereign birthright, the rite of passage, my ceremony of life. I'm doing that here with so much love that that's why I believe my birth was so beautiful and fluid and healthy. And I don't know any different, but I know from that moment, I traveled through dimensions to bring my baby here. And this is something if um, in my book, I talk about this a lot. Like I had to start preparing for this about four years ago. I did a lot of deep healing for it. So I had confidence up to that, but it was really masked by a lot of trauma. And as I said, rebellion, because those two things kind of go together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm curious, you know, for women who are, 
either wanted to be mother or just became a mother, what do you feel like is the most important thing that you feel like every woman should know? You know, I don't know if it's every woman should know, but what I feel is the most important part of motherhood is the preparation. Mm. It is when I meditate on what more information I need to to share, what I feel is going to penetrate women to really like unlock their remembrance of our sovereign abilities to just birth our babies without complications. I believe that what is completely missed out from the world, completely not talked about, is preparation. Because a lot of people just assume what we do is you go to college, you get married, then you have a baby. And it's like, oh, it's just going to happen. But what if, what if we spent five years? What if it was the normal was for us to be conditioned to spend five years to prepare our bodies, our sexual energy, our womb healing trauma, our mental and spiritual capacity for what it's going to be like to birth a baby. We would be having way less complications and we wouldn't need assistance outside of ourselves. We would never seek external assistance if we felt so completely confident in our ability to birth our own babies, which we are completely capable of because that's how the creator made us. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, and, and, you know, I absolutely agree with that because for me, like me and my husband, we were preparing for our baby for a year then we experienced loss, you know, last year of our twins. But I feel like yeah. it just brought up even deeper healing, even more like depth of our relationship with my husband and more clarity on how I want to live, how I want to do my business, how I want to be showing up. And so when Sophia came, when I was pregnant with her, it's just, I was so much more clear, you know, on, on everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you get to give yourself space. Like when I hear women like, oh, I've just been on a birth control and next month I'm planning to get pregnant. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, one, your body, it's not ready. You know, I know, yeah. unfortunately, I didn't know about birth control, what I know now. And I was taking it yeah. too. But it's the emotional and spiritual part of bringing in human. It's such a huge responsibility because in the past I saw having a babies as like, like financial and physical responsibility, you know, before yes. I, I really realized what motherhood is. But now when you look at it, it's emotional and spiritual preparation for bringing the soul in. <laughs> for women that are preparing, because you said you took five years and maybe some people, they don't have five years or they don't want to invest five years. What would you say are the most important things that women get to focus on when they are deciding to become a mother? <clears throat> well, so whenever I moved to Costa Rica, that was four years ago, I moved here with just, I had just barely decided that I wanted to be a mother. And at that time I was saying, I want a baby. And it was during a beautiful peyote ceremony where my sister, my soul sister, I went to her and I said, I want tobacco to go pray to the fire for a baby and she looked at me and she said you're ready to be a mama and I was like <gasps> and it just like like it still gives me chills when I say it because that was the thing that was missing that is that like detail that we don't we're not really 
thinking of it's I want a baby. But for me, the truth was I didn't want ownership of a child. I am in full autonomy. That is like the foundation of my life. And I wanted to mother a really powerful soul. That is what I wanted. And when she said that to me, it shifted everything in me. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to the fire to pray for a papa to help me fulfill the mission of mama. And then our baby is going to show up. And uh, it just happened to be that Papa was in that um, ceremony too, (laughs) which was really cool. Um, But what I believe is, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I believe that if, if we could shift our mind a bit in that way to think, um, what is, what does motherhood look like for me? Not, how my mother was, how I don't want to be like my mother was, how my grandmother was, not that, but what type of mother can I be to a soul that is inevitably going to come in here with a strong mission, especially right now in the world we're living in? Babies that are coming in, they have a strong mission. They're not here to mess around. They want to get stuff done. So that means I knew I had to be perfect, (laughs) perfect to be able to um, mother and guide a strong soul and I got a strong soul. She's amazing. And there are times when I know, and I'm so grateful for the mental shift I had about becoming a mama and not having a baby, but also everything I did four years ago was healing trauma. I just went like as deep as I could into my shadow. And I just brought everything up to light, everything you could think of. And so I didn't know that I was preparing at that point. I wasn't saying four years ago, right now I'm preparing to be a mother. No, I was just saying, I want the most pure embodiment of love. That's what I want my life to be. And if I can do that and I can get to that point where I embody love for myself and all, then I inevitably am going to be a strong, loving mother. What I did not have in my life. And um, it also took me forgiving my mother over and over and over again so that I, whenever I became a mama, I didn't have resentment towards her. But what I do have every single day is a reminder of my childhood. And if I had not done the work to listen to my inner child, to bring my darkness to light so that I could be fully illuminated, if I wouldn't have forgiven my mother, there could be days where I have the you know, postpartum depression or the baby blues, because this is intense. Every day I look at my baby and I have questions that I don't know where they come from. Like if she cries for more than a minute and I pick her up, I immediately think that's me. Did anyone pick me up when I cried? And that's intense. That's a lot of stuff to plus using my brain to be a present mother so what I feel, if people have even, and I do this in my my private community, I work with women that most of them are there um, preparing to be mamas, and I work with them on trauma. And I ask questions that they wouldn't even realize uh, that they needed to ask themselves to be able to prepare for motherhood. And so what I suggest and what I recommend to people is always Um, dig really, really, really deep into yourself and take accountability for every single thing that comes up without judgment, without judgment of yourself and without judgment of others. And then the number one thing is forgiveness, because if you can truly forgive, you will not hold anything dark in your heart. And so when your time comes to birth, for one, you can birth 
free birth if you wanted to way easier because you've released fear. Fear doesn't exist in your life. So that's what I feel is the most important and what I would recommend to everyone. <laughs> Do the work. Do the work. I, I love that. And and that's true. I had to. And it's so beautiful how you put it, because that's what I had to do. Forgive my mother, because my mother, she thought she was always like she was like, but I did everything for you. And I was loving. And I'm like, you don't see that. Like we cannot sometimes see ourselves, you know, and I was sharing with her now because with Sophia, we are co-sleeping. We are sleeping in one bed since day one, you know, I'm breastfeeding on demand yep. and it's just the most beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. My mother breastfed me for a month and then she went dieting because she wanted to lose the baby weight. So she couldn't breastfeed oh. me more than a month. When I was crying as a baby girl, and I saw this when I did breath work, you know, I, I saw the past. I was standing in a crib and crying and screaming for my mama. But in oh. the 80s, they oh. told her, leave the baby cry to sleep. How, like, how oh. terrible I can't, you know, like, it gives me goosebumps still. And I'm almost, yeah, crying, me too. you know. So oh. I had to forgive my mom, not because she did wrong as a mother. She didn't know. And. I bet there will be times that I will mess up with Sophia because I don't know, right? But the thing, it's like you said, like having the pure heart and coming from place of love. And I feel like it's so important for us as women to trust our freaking intuition. Don't listen <laughs> to the doctors. Don't listen to the others. It's There is so yeah. much fear and so much agenda. And I know, like you said, like you had a free birth. I had a home birth with Dula and midwife. I love them. You know, I'm in the United States and, and, and I'm so grateful that I had it. There was no intervention whatsoever. She like here and there, check wow. on me, check on the baby, maybe a couple times just on her heartbeat, you know, because there was a point that my birth just got intense. She checked on the baby, but they were like hands off and hands on only when they were giving me massage or, you know, like helping me to wipe my sweat. But I felt <laughs> so held and so supported. And so many women, they don't have that. Shell, can we talk about a little bit about women and doctors and fear of pain? I feel like I, I don't want to be naming anyone, but there's a woman in my life who gave birth just like a few weeks after, you know, she's close to me. And she was like, screw the pain i would not go through that i would not do it through the medic you know without the medication you're so brave i'm like i'm not brave i didn't want to put any drugs into my baby but yes. i wanted to talk about it because i feel like and listen i was the first one years ago when my husband told me we started to talk about having kids and he was like, oh yeah, we will do home birth. I'm like, you're freaking crazy. I'm not doing home birth. What if I hurt the baby? <laughs> what if something happens? Like I was the one. And then I started educating myself. We watched the documentary Business of Being Birth. I started to read the books and I'm like, completely switch. I'm like, I'm not going to the hospital. That's dangerous for my baby, not birthing my baby at home. But so yep. many women, they're afraid. They're afraid, like one, they're afraid of pain. And two, they're like, I feel like they're being brainwashed of like by doctors. They're just knowing what they know. And they're like, oh, you're 40 weeks. We have to induce yep. you, you know, you we have to get their, you know, ball rolling. Like, let's talk about it, please. Yes, I'd love to talk about this. Um, so I've really never been one who um, 
falls into the the system. <laughs> um, but more so whenever it came to motherhood and preparing for birth, my whole thing was, it's not about me. This is my baby's entrance into the world. And I'm going to do whatever I can to make it as peaceful as possible. And to put drugs inside of me, for me, my thought was, this is selfish. I'm not going to do that because it's going to make me feel better. And truly, whenever I was in the moment of birth, I never felt pain in a way that was like, oh my God, I need something to make this feel better. The contractions were very uncomfortable and something that was just so wild to me. But I went into other dimensions to try to like make it better, you know, throughout the the time. But to then the thought, I never had the thought of make this stop, make this pain stop. That's a part of the conditioning. That's also the work you have to do in your in your preparation because that's a victim state. As soon as you look at yourself as a victim, and as soon as you, um, the the moment you decide I'm going to go to a doctor because I'm pregnant and I want to go get checked up, you're initially saying to the doctor, everything you tell me, you know more than I do about myself. So, as soon as you give them that power, you release your power essentially, and this a doctor is their job is to diagnose you and then to cure you so as soon as you go and you tell them okay this is where i am they're going to look for something to diagnose you with that is their job they do not get paid unless there's something wrong with you they do not get paid and they want to get paid faster especially when it comes to labor and delivery they're going to create things and people want to be like, my doctor would never do that. Doctors aren't like that. Okay, this is their their role is to create problems for them to solve. And so right now, really strongly on my Instagram is people telling me, well, without medical, um, I would have died. My baby, and da, 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 they saved my life. And I'm like, that's what they told you. They told you that they saved your life. But I can guarantee you if you would have been at home without all of these things attached to you, without giving away your power to someone, you you would have birthed just fine. They create these things for us to need them. Yeah. And that just raises the bill. And what I believe so strongly is there the without going into the matrix discussion, but there is a system that's in place for it to make money. And it starts at birth. And as soon as a baby is birthed in a, in a traumatic way, that is going to have a long-term effect because we are energetic beings and trauma is stored in our body as an energy block. So if we're, our energy isn't flowing, like if we're not in, in homeostasis spiritually and physically, then we're going to have trauma throughout our life. This is all, all it's doing is just pushing more cash flow into the system. So... Oh. <laughs> I believe that there is so much power in saying this is something that is wrong with you. And then that person goes, this is wrong with me. And especially when you're in your most vulnerable place, whenever you're pregnant and you're carrying a human and all you can think of is, I just want to make sure my baby is okay. You decide to give away your power thinking that they know best. And the truth is that's part of the, the game that they're playing. They want to, take away your power so that you need them so that 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 is part of the game that of the system and whenever we're birthing freely this is like 
even just home birthing. It doesn't have to be a free birth. It has to be a home birth outside of the medical intervention. And we're clearing our bloodline. We're healing our bloodline. We're activating our maternal um, powers in our bloodline. And then whenever you're having a baby with someone else, obviously the mother and the father, that's creating a new bloodline. And you're bringing this bloodline to life without trauma because you're doing this at home with just mama and papa and the peacefulness of your home and water, however you do it. And it's creating a more peaceful human and peaceful humans are how the revolution is created. That's how you create a peaceful revolution is ones who want to um, love enough on themselves and on each other and on nature where the revolution begins. That's like the worst thing that could happen for the system. So it all is, it's all combined and it's twisted and it, and it sucks so badly that women um, can be so manipulated by the system during this a time that's so precious. And I feel like I'm still trying every day, literally every day I make a post, I'm trying to word it in a way that unlocks that realization for one woman out there, just one who will go, oh my God. I do know everything. I am a descendant of someone who home birthed and they did it successfully or I wouldn't be here. So I can do this as well. And the more of us that do that, this is where that revolution occurs. Because if you can, um, if the women can reclaim their sovereign birthing power, wow, (laughs) the world will change completely. And I feel it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you and I are pioneering that. This is why we're here having this conversation. Mm-hmm. We're strong and we're ready to, um, like you said, you're, you, this isn't normal stuff that you, you talk about, but you're empowered to talk about it. And that kind of taking those chances and, and just putting it out there and saying things that you're like, Oh shit, this is really going to ruffle some feathers. We do it anyway, because that's the revolution. I love that. I love that. And it's, it's, it's not about like, fighting more it's about loving more no yeah there is enough fight yeah (laughs) there is enough fight and that's why I love sharing your stuff because I'm the same way I'm thinking like if one woman who is pregnant can awake and choose differently even if it's choosing no drugs even if it's just shifting a little bit even if it's just trusting her body a little bit more it is so powerful when we can do that when we can embody that and you know i'm so happy that you didn't have like any strong pain i um we did uh hypnobirthing classes you know with my husband and i'm breathwork facilitator and you know we did plant medicine before i got pregnant like the preparation that I felt important. And then when it came to the birthing day, <laughs> it was intense. And uh, there was a moment for me when I'm like, I told my doula, I cannot do this. And she's like, what is alternative? I'm like, there is no alternative. I'm not going mm-hmm. anywhere. I'm staying here. I mean, alternative, there's none. I'm staying in it and I'm staying with it. And I just mm-hmm. feel like it, it was... <laughs> For me, it was surprisingly intense because I was planning for gentle birth. I was planning for hypnobirthing. I was planning for breeding the baby out, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wanted to be the one who says like, oh, I popped the baby and there was no pain. And, you know, I just breathed her out. It wasn't my experience. And I know it was perfect. You know, it was exactly what I needed to experience. It was how Sophia wanted to come. I'm so thankful we, you know, we did it at home and that my husband like didn't move from me. You know, it, yeah. it's like, I am so grateful for the experience and you know like we'll see in the future what will be the next one you know um shell i i could be sitting here with you for hours literally i love (laughs) your body i love what you're doing i love watching your stories your baby one last question i have because this is a little bit controversial and i know you love controversial stuff so (laughs) or i'm just i'm not like yeah dumping it on you it's just you know (laughs) And this is something that I'm realizing, you know, like lately, I told you our baby girl, she's 16 weeks, um, actually, tomorrow. And um, when she was born, we were posting some of the things like videos and you know, like, I love your videos and stories and everything. But then I kind of like, backed away, like, I'm like, I don't want to be showing her face. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just this controversy of like, I want to show how beautiful and healthy and vibrant and she's beautiful, healthy baby. And she's so alive and energetic. I want the world to see that. And then I'm like, I don't want to show her face. I don't want, you know, my baby to be all over internet. I mean, she, I mean, she knew who she's coming to, right? They choose who they come right. to. So she knew I am all over internet. But I'm I'm curious, what is your opinion? I know you do post the, you know, pictures and videos of your baby with your face with it, but I, I, I stopped doing that. And I know some of the mamas that I know, they stopped doing it too, or never did it, you know, because they think like, well, my baby never choose to be online and they're predators. Like, what is your opinion about that? I had to meditate a lot on that because... I was like thinking in the beginning, mm, I can share, I thought I can share my message and and still do it without showing my baby, without showing Nioli. And and it was a few days with just spending time with her. And I was and the message that I kept receiving was, but she is your reward for the work you've done. She is the part of the the message um and this was our mission that we signed up for together because if i if i continue along this path which i'm going to this is the most passionate i've ever been about anything my message it comes wrapped in a healthy baby (laughs) and that's what so many people whenever i was posting and sharing things about how i was preparing to have a completely unmedicated unassisted birth the message I would get all the time was, you're selfish. What if she dies? Da, 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 all of, and I was like, okay, well, that I can understand that you're projecting your fears. And and you that's you. That's on you. But I'm not going to hold those fears. And then when I had my healthy, super alert, I feel like she's advanced for her yeah. age. She was so, so alive and, and yeah. plump as she came out. And the message that I kept receiving in meditation was she knows that this is what she's here for. Mm. And I'm never going to um, make her my 
I'm not going to be one of those people that is like only filming my daughter uh, as the like, uh, what are they called? The dance moms do or whatever, where it's like, this is all about my daughter. I'm going to show her. It's all about the message. She's just part of the message. And so if I can share this beautiful, healthy result of a choice that I made based on the um, work that I did, then I think I feel really good about it and I feel okay with it. And I talked to my partner about the same thing. And he, and all he said was, um, this is our mission. You know, he's pretty outspoken about um, health, how we treat our body. Um, we get into that together, but he's really conscious about it. He was the one that fed me sea moss and diatomaceous earth the whole time and like made sure I was really on top of my health during pregnancy. And we both know like, we we the three of us this is like a trinity of of empowerment that we want to share with people and i am super mindful about like we live in the jungle she hardly ever wears clothes but i know i'm not going to record that side of her you know what i mean yeah i'm super mindful of that but um i feel like i i've seen her like in my meditations i've seen her at like age 14 and she's standing up speaking about the same thing. Like we've just continued on this path and she's also passionate and she's also proud of herself for being a part of this revolution and pioneering this a movement of women reclaiming their birthright and their both their ceremony of life back. And I've seen it like the system crumbles, you know, like nobody's choosing doctors anymore. And I think, wow, we can really move some stuff. We can really make a difference. Mm. And she, I think she's going to be really happy to be a part of that. Mm. That's so beautiful. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see her growing and you expanding and your impact and for more women to really awaken back to their power because it has been always there. It's just been layered always. up. What is the one last thing that it's on your heart that you want every woman to know who is listening right now? that you're capable that whatever you want to call who, who created us god gods whatever it is we're created so perfectly and so divinely we have a body that is actually built and designed for birth and we're special women are special and we're powerful we could not continue creating um, and expanding our consciousness and this experience without mothers. And if there was ever a doubt that your your body isn't capable because maybe you've had um, injuries or health issues, you can you you can you can still make it happen because we're the, we are the creators. We're divinely designed to birth a human. And everything that we need, like I've told people, I'm like, how crazy is it that even our arm bends perfectly to where a baby's head lays there to nurse perfectly? Everything is designed perfectly as it needs to. The fact that I can kiss my baby and that tells my body how to produce the right kind of milk to help her stay healthy. It's perfect. So don't question that your body is malfunctioned because it's not. That's all in your head and you're the creator of that. So whatever Whatever you think about, you bring about. Wherever your attention goes is where the energy is going to flow. So we have to be super mindful of how we speak about ourselves. And 
our situation because that's what we're going to receive. And you're capable. You're more than capable. You're actually just perfectly designed. And um, remember that. <laughs> I love it always. so much. I love it. Thank you. And one thing that I always love to share, it's you're perfectly designed for your purpose. We have to remember yeah. that. So yeah. Shell, thank you so much for being here today, for everything you're doing, for the love revolution that you are creating. I'm excited to keep witnessing you, your expansion, your beautiful baby, and what you as a Trinity will be creating. Thank you. Thank you so much.